From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, my friend, it's 7 o'clock. You made it. You finished the week. You are you are free and clear until Monday morning. Slam the laptop shut and don't open it again until Monday morning. Welcome oh, to Radio Night Live. Christine Nicholas, you and I, are, we, we run our own companies. We, there's, there's not an ounce of that in us. We are not allowed to do that, but everybody else can. No, it's nice though when it, when you hear the swishing sound of people like leaving the office. It's like <laughs> it's Friday. It's like okay. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, I've said this for weeks now, but if you make it to the point in time where you hear Christine's voice and mine together here on Radio Night Live, you know you've finished the week. So good job on a week well done. Hopefully, you got a lot done. Uh, and I I loved it, Christine. I don't like holiday weeks. Like last week, you had seven days of work to cram into three days. And it just, it was too, it was not, like I enjoy the time off and I like spending it with my family. But the mm-hmm. price I pay, because I build some time in with my family every day anyway to begin with. But the price I pay for having those uninterrupted days, the the, the backside of that week, man, I, I work twice as many hours each day. So it, I don't know, it's just yeah. very interesting. But uh, this week, nice and manageable even work days all the way across the week you just had to deal with the heat yeah that was that was an interesting part we forgot about the heat you forgot because it was such a slow moving spring into summer that boom yeah between that and the thunderstorms and the flash flooding and everything and i do hope that everyone all of our listeners uh, made it out out okay i know some uh, bad bad storms this week so it's been it's well and that's what summer sometimes is it's that turbulent yeah. you know kind of indigestion that the seasons have before it decides to Go back to autumn where you can get your sweaters out and be at peace with the world again. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, kids are back in school. <laughs> yeah. Well, we I'm very fortunate. We've got a good day camp uh, that the ankle biters love and uh, they can't wait to get there every morning and we That's can't wait sweet. to get them there every morning. So right. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. Anyway, uh, how was your week? Uh, it was a pretty busy one, you know, as, as you said, but it was more manageable. Uh, you know, hey, there was um, a little action going on in this Penn Station, Madison Square Garden thing going on, City Planning Commission, which is sort of this uh, very powerful but not well-known agency in in New York, which kind of sets all the ground rules and regs and and uh, you know approvals for buildings and you know what's going to happen with the city. So they approved the um, special permit uh, extension for the Dolans at Madison Square Garden. You know there was Uh-oh. a there was a proposal by, I believe, Madison Square Garden to, you know, hey, let's just kill the special permit so that we can then exist, uh, you know, without any restrictions. And we can, uh, you know, they put this permit in place years and years ago to sort of keep a little bit of a, a hand on top of the garden. Uh, and it will basically allows them to bring in more people than 2,500 people. Uh, without, um, that would be the limit, and then they need a special permit. It also allows them to have access to all of the exterior signs of Madison Square Garden to put these lucrative, big LED lighted signs that they probably make tens of millions of dollars a year or a day. I don't know on those signs, but anyway, City Planning uh, Commission voted by nine to one to extend their special permit by 10 years. So. Um, you know, some of it look, some people look at that as a victory because I think they wanted unlimited uh, access uh, to the special permit. Some look at it as um, a victory because then there were people in the city planning commission that said, okay, well, let's give them a 15 year extension. So they cut it back to 10. But a lot of people look at it as like, well, 10 years is way too long because they already had a 10 year extension under 
Speaker Christine Quinn in the city council 10 years ago when this special permit expired. And she said, okay, you've got 10 years to make a plan to get out, to move, so that we can then improve Penn Station or to to rebuild Madison Square Garden. And the Dolan said... Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, give us 10 years and we'll get back to you. And guess what? Bring me a Mai Tai while I think about it. Uh, (laughs) Nothing happened. Absolutely nothing. So here we are 10 years later. So we're going to speak with Bob Yarrow tonight, who has penned a piece in the New York Post that uh, addresses some of this. And I I would like to know um, from his perspective what if there's going to be any more teeth to it or if it's just going to be an extension of the current kind of policy because if yeah. it's that i don't think that i don't I, i'm not in favor of that i we we need to see this move along and uh you know our friend uh, alex washburn's been on the show we've talked about his beautiful uh right. plans and uh seen some of them in the uh, uh in the new york post and so forth right. so we'll, we'll get into some of that we're also a little bit later going to speak with um uh, uh we're going to speak about higher education mm-hmm. uh with uh sharon devivo now what what are we discussing with her specifically well, she's the president of Vaughn College, which is the aviation college that you sometimes see when you're going to LaGuardia. Uh, it has a hangar and it has a number of planes that the college kids work on uh, to become experts. And what's great about Vaughn College, which I've learned about, is they have an amazing training for uh, pilots, air con- air traffic controllers. And then, you know, during the summer season, you know, we were talking about the storms earlier, Kevin. Yes. Guess what happens? Airports just shut down. Uh, and one of the reasons they say is because, oh, they have a, a shortage of air traffic controllers. Well, you've got a college right across the street training kids and, and making them experts and being able to help the problem of the shortage. So we're going to hear from her on how that's going and how and, and a little bit uh, more information. Well, about anybody college, that's been listening great. on Tuesday nights know that um, one of the things that Linda and I have been uh, bemoaning on the travel night is uh, what's going on with the airline industry. And mm-hmm. it's not only has the customer service gone right out the window, literally, um, the, 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 the manpower that you're identifying is, is really a big culprit in all of this. So who's helping to supply the answer to the next generation of air travel? Well, Vaughn College is uh, doing that. And we're going to talk with uh, Sharon a little bit later on. Now, you've also got tips for uh, this weekend. And uh, I've got a big, big scoop coming up Ooh. Saturday night on Sale News Channel. Uh, former White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer is going to join me for an exclusive sit down uh, to chat about the, um, shall we say, the interesting substances that keep popping up at the White House. Oh, and the, and the, can you imagine you worked for the for the mayor's office? Can you imagine mm-hmm. Expecting to come out and do a press conference about, you know, national defense and economy and whatever, whatever, whatever else. And you literally now find yourself in a job like Karine Jean-Pierre does of having to sit there and answer questions about whether or not one of the president's children brought Coke into the White House. I mean, I don't really agree with Karine Jean-Pierre on a lot. But I feel yeah. sorry for yeah, the lady. Like, I, I, I do too. I and mean, I've seen I, kind of your job through, I mean, her job through your eyes. And I've heard kind of your war stories. And I'm like, man, you couldn't pay me enough to be. To be yeah, I, I will line up to buy her book <laughs> you know, <laughs> after she's gone and she can finally tell what's, what really happened. But yeah, the only Coke that you had to deal with in City Hall in my days was whether it was going to be diet coke or, (laughs) which evidently that's bad for us now too, because aspartame is now on the carcinogenic list. So we can't, we can't have anything anymore. We can't have nice things. And these are all the reasons why. Give it a few years and they'll say it's healthy for you. Just like red meat and butter are fine now and eggs, you know? Well, so I remember when it came in, it was supposed to undo saccharin, which saccharin was the sweet and low. Remember sweet and low little right, pink yeah. packets? That was supposedly carcinogenic. So aspartame was supposed to be the non-cancer causing artificial sweetener. Mm-hmm. And now we had, well, but, and you also have to kind of take it with a grain of salt, literally, because uh, I think they fed the rats in the study, like their body weight in aspartame <laughs> to get the results they got. So there's going to be something to talk. I'm sure I'll be talking about that on, on uh, wellness night up, okay. upcoming soon. Anyway, she's Christine. I'm Kevin. It's a fun Friday. We're coming right back. 
On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king-size. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only only 1998 or call 800-651-0798 use the promo code Joe P in addition to the special anniversary offer on the my pillows you will also receive deep discounts on all my pillow products such as bed sheets mattress toppers pet beds mattresses my slippers and so much more go to mypillow.com or call 800-651-0798 use the promo code Joe P to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his my pillow listen to us online at am970theanswer.com tune in iheart alexa or odyssey.com a climate change with matt matern explores all angles of fighting climate change and helping our environment matt also explores changing the climate of our political dialogue and helping to unite and heal this nation a Climate Change is a one-hour talk-focused show hosted by Matt Matern, a highly experienced employment and environmental attorney who talks issues with today's top authors and influential personalities. Sunday nights at 8 on AM 970, The Answer. Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business. Join me, Jersey Joe, on a special Perillo tour to Italy. Steve Perillo and I have put together a very special Rome and Sicily customized tour. Three nights in Rome, plenty of time to see the most important sights and a private dinner performance by yours truly. Next, fly to Sicily for three nights in Taormina with special day trips along the coast, including Savoca and Forza da for sites of actual filming events from iconic Godfather scenes, a wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna, and then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515. Tell them you want to fly away with Joey to Sicily, baby. 800-431-1515 or visit perillotours.com. Tweet us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM 970, theanswer.com. Listen to us online at AM 970, theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Dennis Prager explains the significance of talk radio. Talk radio is enormous. Talk radio has a larger audience than, than Tucker Carlson does. We, we are the last, we are more the last best hope on earth as Lincoln described America than ever in our history. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 970. The answer. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970. The answer. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. All right. Well, welcome back. It's uh, Radio Night Live. It's Fun Friday. She's Christine. I'm Kevin. And uh, so glad to have you with us. And Christine, one of the stories we've been following in recent uh, years, actually, a couple of the times, is we've talked about the plans for Madison Square Garden, the beautification and the need for what needs to happen in Midtown and how that might impact everything. And there's been lots of people that have had lots of different decisions and input on it. But there have been some developments in, in, in a certain direction, and we wanted to talk about that tonight. So why don't you introduce our next guest? I'd be happy to, Kevin. Yeah, there was a big development this week uh, with the City Planning Commission taking a, uh, a recommendation vote on uh, whether or not Penn Station should get, or I'm sorry, Madison Square Garden should get that special permit. Um, so to explain more about that is somebody who I've had the pleasure of working with over the years. His name is Bob Yarrow, and everybody knows him through the Regional Planning Association where he was uh, leading that amazing organization um, for 25 years. So, um, and that really is the organization that helps with strategic plans on how to shape 
uh, growth in the city and it, it has so much to say about um, you know travel and transportation and um, they just take on so many big projects and explain it to the layman and then try and get it through whatever uh, governmental agencies need to get it through to make it work. But Bob Yarrow joins us tonight. He is the uh, professor of, at the University of Pennsylvania Stuart Weissman School of Design. And we welcome you, Bob Yarrow, to Radio Night Live. And tell us what can, what what happened this week? Like, what, what does it mean for the future of Madison Square Garden and Penn Station, more importantly? Well, the city council's act was a, was a big deal for New York. Uh, Ten years ago, the, the Madison Square Garden, going way back ancient history, the garden was built uh, on the site of the original landmark Penn Station, which was demolished in 1962 to make way for the garden at a time when everybody thought the rail ridership was going to disappear and we'd all be driving into Manhattan or not coming into the city at all. And a funny thing happened on the way to that forecast that the, the rail ridership has dramatically increased over the last half century to the point where Penn Station is just totally inadequate. It's a daily humiliation for several hundred thousand uh, uh, commuter rail <clears throat> and subway passengers. And uh, <clears throat> now the garden was built on, uh, uh, through a special zoning permit uh, that, that had a 50-year had a duration. It expired 10 years ago. City Council 10 years ago said, here, you got 10 year extension to, to make plans to relocate the garden so we can build a new Penn Station. And uh, the garden got that 10 year permit and then they didn't lift a finger to move. Uh, so the City Council, City Planning Commission this week voted nine to one to recommend that they, they get another 10 year permit. Uh, and at this time, they take it seriously and make plan and use this, this permit to make plans to relocate the garden once and for all. And and it's kind of a kick in the pants to the garden, but also to uh, the MTA in the state of New York and uh, Amtrak to build a new station and to, and to move ahead with the construction of a new station. So okay, can I ask a act yeah. I want to I follow up on this because, Christine, we've had differing opinions on this show about, you know, the outcomes here. And, Bob, what's your what 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 they voted on sounds to me like, even though you just described it as maybe being intended a certain direction, it sounds like a 10 year. Uh, OK, we'll kick it down the road and uh, we get to the end of 10 years and then maybe we do something about it then. And meanwhile, the pain of what you described goes on for those commuters each day. Well, that's a concern. So, so step one, let's let's get the garden uh, a new ten-year permit, and 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 uh, with the expectation that they, in fact, will begin to, you know, work with the MTA and others uh, to make plans to relocate the garden. And there are two or three alter alternate sites that have been identified by the city and others that uh, that would make sense for a new garden. By the way, get us a much better, more functional, attractive, safe uh, arena. The garden is the oldest arena in the in the uh, National Hockey League and the, and, and, uh, and the National Basketball Association. Uh, you know, it's, it's way out of date. It's totally inefficient. And it's really not safe because you've got to get, you gotta get uh, t you know, tens of thousands of, of users up stairs and escalators and elevators from street level uh, to get above the level of Penn Station down below. So we, we should be thinking about getting a better garden and a better Penn Station at the same time. Uh, this doesn't guarantee that they'll move, but it but it does give give them an incentive to do so. And let let's just be clear, though, the city planning commission voted on a recommendation of a ten year extension of the special permit, right? Which which really that permit allows the garden to have more than twenty five hundred people, right? So there's a cap on on a meeting of twenty five hundred people, so it allows them to have up to the twenty thousand that they have. But this then goes now to the city council new york city council where they will be having a hearing on july 18th about whether or not they should get a 10-year permit whether or not they vote this into uh I, I don't know if it's law but they approve it and yeah. if they approve it then they do indeed get the 10-year permit so there is a chance that this won't be approved because eric botcher who is the elected official that oversees the area where the garden is has been very public about um, putting a tighter leash on the garden and I think is 
possibly proposing four or five years to make it a shorter leash to to give them, uh, you know, even more incentive. Yeah, a time. Well, you know, you, you've got a shorter time to make a plan. Ten years is a long time. It's what they just got. And that's that's my I guess that's my my cynicism slightly here is that what's to prevent them from doing exactly what they did in the last 10 year permit that they got. I don't know, Bob, did oh, they put stuff. any uh, restrictions in the uh, language? Did the city yeah, what's, what's the sound? What's the language? Like? Uh, as, as far as I know, this, they're simply proposing an extension of the of the the, the 10 year permit that they gave them uh, a decade ago. Uh, so this doesn't guarantee that they're going to move, but I, I think at the same time, what, what does seem to be happening is that, is that the MTA, the state of New York, uh, the city, Amtrak, others you know, are, are now engaged in planning for a new Penn Station. And this really opens up the opportunity to get it right. So I think you know, that, that, that 10 years ago, that there really weren't active plans by, uh, by the MTA or Amtrak to, to build a new garden. And that's, that's, those, those plans are now emerging. So I think this does create an opportunity. Doesn't mandate that we get it right this time. And of course, there have been lots of disappointments in the past, but it gives us an opportunity to get it right this time. Mm -hmm. Well, let's hope so. I mean, when you were overseeing Regional Plan Association, there were plenty of uh, options or ideas about uh, Penn Station. What do you do? You recall some that stood out that uh, you think we missed the boat on, or maybe we should revisit? Well, I know. So there are a number of groups that have been proposed. There are a number of alternative proposals for the for a new Penn Station. Uh, one of them that I, I think makes an awful lot of sense is is uh, the, the Grand Penn Alliance uh, group. Uh, uh, Alec Washburn uh, is is leading that. The former urban design director for the for the city. Uh, they proposed building essentially rebuilding the 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 original. McKinley and White, 19th had the landmark, you know, structure uh, that, that would occupy the, the super block that the garden sits upon, and then within that building a modern, a modern uh, uh, train station, a modern transportation facility. You know, I think that's a, something that ought to be seriously uh, considered. Bob, and hold that thought real quick. We, we hate to interrupt, yeah. but we've got to take a break and pay some bills. Uh, she's Christine Nicholas. I'm Kevin McCullough. We're t speaking with Bob Yarrow, and we're coming right back. Stay here. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting a Long Island architect has been arrested in connection with three of the long unsolved killings known as the Gilgo Beach murders. 59-year-old Rex Hewerman pleaded not guilty to three murder charges on Friday. He's lived since childhood across a bay from where the remains of 11 people were found a decade ago. Hollywood actors are joining screenwriters in the first dual strike from the two unions in more than six decades with huge consequences for the film and television industry. Unionized actors who began picketing today say the studios and streaming services who hire them did not even come close to meeting their needs on issues like the use of artificial intelligence and better pay after more than a month of talks. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 113 points, the Nasdaq dropped 24. This is SRN News. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota, who reminds you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, experience the smart way to buy with Route 22 Toyota. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. Did you listen to our podcasts? Hear them now on our website at am970theanswer.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. 
My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. Have you been injured in a construction site accident? Have you fallen from a scaffold, ladder, or height while on the work site? If the answer is yes, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. In most cases, the law in New York favors you as the plaintiff if injured in a fall while working on someone else's property. It is important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We're always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Cammons at 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons, fighting for justice, fighting for you. They call him the King, World Series hero, Jimmy Leritz. And they call the cop with over 100 years of law enforcement in his family's blue blood, Tommy Setner. Together, they are the king and the cop. Talking about all things cop talk, current events, sports, entertainment, and more. Joined by Robin DeLore, America's favorite Jersey girl. Listen to the king and the cop. Weekdays at noon on AM 970, The Answer. Want to listen to AM 970, The Answer, on the go? There's an app for that. Download our free smartphone app so you can listen to all your favorite shows, keep up with us on social media, enter contests, win prizes, and even interact with our hosts all in one place. Just search AM 970, The Answer, in the iPhone App Store or the Google Play Store for the Android. Again, search AM 970, The Answer, and download our smartphone app today. That way, you can take us wherever you go. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. From New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, you know she's got tips coming up. Uh, Christine's always loaded with the tips, so you got to stick around all the way to the end of the show to get uh, what you need to be doing this weekend. But on this fun Friday, we're being a little serious tonight. We're talking about this uh, extension of a 10-year permit for Madison Square Garden. Bob Yarrow is our guest. And, Bob, before the break, you were about to tell us a little bit of, uh, of some of the history that people may not be aware of. Pick up your thought where we, let, where we interrupted you so rudely. It's a very unfortunate history uh, here that, that, you know, some people consider the destruction of the original Penn Station to be the biggest you know, planning disaster in the city's history. Uh, in the in the early 1960s, uh, rail ridership was declining precipitously. And the presumption was that, that people would, you know, w- wouldn't be coming into the city at all or they would they'd be driving into the city and parking their cars. And, and that didn't happen. There's been a dramatic increase in rail ridership over the last half century to the point where Penn Station is just a totally overwhelmed by, by, uh, by the numbers of people that use it every day. It's several hundred thousand a day, the busiest transportation hub in, in the country. More passengers per day go through Penn Station. They go through all three New York airports every day. Um, and there's simply no room for them all. Uh, so. The, the uh, garden, the original Penn Station, which was a magnificent facility, one of the great landmarks in the city, was demolished and replaced by Madison Square Garden. And uh, the, the garden is now 50 years old. It's totally out of date. Uh, it's it, in, in many ways, it's not safe in terms of the, the way uh, the way equipment and, and gear and so forth the shows are set up there and loaded and unloaded. And passengers have, and users of the facility have to go up, you know, several flights to get to the, to get to their seats and so forth. So the proposal, you know, before us is is to give the garden a 10-year special zoning permit, an extension of their current permit, which was a 10-year permit, and say, so, and, and and with the city saying at the end of that 10, by the end of that 10-year period, the garden needs to relocate. Now they can't. I mean, they can, in fact, force them. They could, if in fact the garden doesn't relocate during that period, they, their current permission or permit to have more than 2,500 uh, 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 users at their facilities would disappear. Their permits to have the outdoor advertising that's that's attached to the garden would disappear. So they're powerful incentives for them to get it right this time. Uh, and at the same time, this, the the uh, MTA and Amtrak 
uh, Amtrak owns the facility. The MTA operates Long Island Railroad service, and, and uh, uh, if Jersey Transit comes into it, it, it comes into the place as well. All three of those agencies are now, you know, are are now uh, planning for a new Penn Station, and this this action by the City Council opens the door to relocating the garden and allowing us to build the the, the new Penn Station that the city urgently needs. And, you know, that's the opportunity that's before us. So it's undoing the mistake that was made, you know, six, you know, 50, 60 years ago when the, when the original Penn Station was demolished and Madison Square Garden built on that location. Bob Yarrow is our guest this evening, formerly with the Regional Plan Association and uh, currently uh, uh, a professor. I think you've got to go to a really good school, though, like University of Pennsylvania, to be able to get this wit and wisdom <laughs> that you're getting right now on Radio Night Live for free. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bob right. Yarrow, there you go. Just as we sum this up, uh, what would be your uh, recommendation to the city council uh, when this hearing takes place next week on whether or not the special permit should be uh, put into place that the city planning commission recommended? Well, I think they should they should adopt this resolution. Uh, you know, I, I would urge that they even think about a shorter permit maybe a four-year permit, something like that. We, uh, we know that the Barclays Center was, was built uh, in less than three years on its site in, in downtown Brooklyn, uh, so it's possible to do that. Uh, but I think a 10-year permit, you know, if they decide to, to adopt the city planning commission recommendation would be, you know, it would be a real step forward for the city and for the region. Well, it's step forward in, in some respects because it's giving them a uh, sort of uh, a, de a deadline. However, we already went through a 10-year deadline and nothing happened. So it just seems like you're giving the Dolans a whole lot of uh, leeway to do you know, nothing. I, so thank you, Christine, for saying that, because I think that puts my finger on what I was feeling a little bit itchy about. It seems to me that the Dolans are kind of the problem here and they don't really, they, they, they don't like being kind of pushed around. They don't want to be told what to do. But it's an untenable situation. It can't stay the way it is. It has to be improved. So the city's going to have to, at some point in time, say, we've got to make this change, and it's going to have yeah. to happen. Um, yeah, Bob, Bob, you have a great idea. Four years should be enough. It's either you figure it out in four years. Or well, let's can you imagine on. only letting the Knicks sell 2,500 seats for a home game? I mean, that's not possible. That's, that's not I mean, they're not, they, they would, you would see you know, brains exploding all over the place. <laughs> it would just be crazy. Hey, Bob Yarrow, thank you for your time. Please come back and uh, keep us informed on on developments as you're a part of them and, and have the uh, insight on them. And we'll be glad to uh, welcome you back. Thanks, Bob. Great. Nice, nice to chat. Thank, thank you. you. All Bye. right. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, a college that uh, I had not heard of until tonight, but we're going to learn a little bit more about it. Stay with us. Over the past 20 years, a quiet revolution has transformed medicine. Many conditions that once required major surgery can now be treated with procedures that are far less invasive and often far more effective. Are you aware of these alternatives? Join Dr. Dan Simon for All Things Health, where he discusses cutting-edge medical advances that are providing alternatives to traditional surgery. Dr. Simon is an experienced interventional radiologist who has helped thousands of patients experience dramatic improvements, all without traditional surgery. Dr. Simon will explain latest medical breakthroughs so you can be fully aware of your options. Listen to All Things Health on AM 970 The Answer on Sundays and Saturdays on AM 570 and 102.3 FM The Mission WMCA. Have questions? Call Dr. Simon at 1-844-534-3621 or visit allthingshealth.ai or listen to All Things Health on AM 970 The Answer on Sundays and AM 570 102.3 FM The Mission WMCA on Saturdays. To learn more, visit allthingshealth.ai. AI. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? 
Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hugh Hewitt sees a terrible Europe trip for the president. Joe Biden had been serving in the United States Senate for 10 years when I got married in 1982. He's kind of old, and he's creating a nightmare in Europe right now. He's over in NATO, and the headlines are awful. All right, we've got uh, Joe Biden accused of snubbing PM Sunak over the Ukraine bid to join NATO. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 3, right before Joe Piscopo at 6 on AM 970. The answer. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years, and it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. Pregatopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pregatopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, Pregatopia Unlimited. Go to Pregatopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. And now, back to Radio Night Live from New York. Here's Kevin McCullough. All right. Welcome back, Kevin McCullough. Flying high, if you will, on this Friday night. We have, we have so much to look forward to every Friday. But I could not, I could not um, let us get into this next segment without just kind of passionately telling you, Christine, I think I'm going to find this very interesting because I, I love airfare. I love pilots. I've got pilots in my family. So introduce our next guest for us. Happy to. Uh, so we want to welcome Dr. Sharon DeVivo, who is the president. And by the way, the first female president to lead Vaughn College, which is in Queens, New York, right near LaGuardia Airport. They have a student body of 1,200 wonderful kids that are going to be transform our future of aviation. Um, and boy, do we need that now more than ever quickly as, as I've had to deal with some delays and whatnot. But Dr. DeVivo, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Night Live. And we're so, every time I drive by LaGuardia and I see Vaughn College and I see those planes, I'm just intrigued by it. But tell us about this wonderful gem of New York City. Oh, well, thanks, Christine. And thanks, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me and really excited to talk about the incredible opportunities. And, and I mean that not just now, but really for the next almost two decades. Uh, in terms of all the different things that that students can pursue um, and have really terrific, lifelong, successful careers. So yeah, we've actually been in that location since 1941. We started in, in 32 in Jersey, but we our founders were good friends with Fiorella LaGuardia and, um, and started out as a really a maintenance training institution, but have everything from engineering, design the plane, to fix the plane, to pilot the plane, um, weigh the plane, all different kinds of pieces. And the skill sets that we provide our students with really can take them into other related uh, transportation, public utilities careers as well. Serve an amazing population, uh, more than 80% uh, from underrepresented and under-resourced communities. As you know, Queens is the most diverse county in the country. We absolutely reflect that incredible richness. And, uh, and we're the best in the nation, a uh, study that was published in the New York Times, in moving students from the bottom 40% in income to the top 40%. Mm. And in my 27 years at the institution, I have never seen demand like this. Well, wow. I want to ask you about that because obviously we're inundated with uh, headlines every day, uh, pilot strikes. Uh, we had, what, two shutdowns in the last year, uh, coast to coast that had not happened since 9-11. Uh, it seems as though the transportation 
uh, oversight of the country has has kind of I don't know, lost a wheel or something. But I, as a result of that, I think there are fewer people and some pilots were kind of, at, you know, retired up mm -hmm. during COVID. So coming into whatever this next season is, what do you anticipate in terms of uh, placement for your for your student body? Because it looks to me as though they're going to be some of the hottest prospects out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's interesting because we kind of knew this was coming because there was this retirement. We were already, the, the industry was, um, you know, there was going to be an age issue. People were going to retire. And so we knew the shortage was coming. And then COVID hit. And so there were a lot of those early retirements and there was a delay for folks to get into the industry. And so we've hit this, this real uh, sort of speed bump in terms of uh, a leaky pipeline. Uh, but that said, you know, the next, and this is according to Boeing and Airbus, you know, the next 20 years, we will not produce enough pilots and maintenance technicians and uh, engineers and all those different pieces. And, you know, the biggest barriers to access are really um, awareness. People think, well, there's two jobs in aviation, maybe the pilot and the flight attendant, <laughs> right? and, which is not true, and then finances. Um, but the but the outcomes are terrific. I mean, prior to COVID, you know, we were typically 95, 96, 97. I think the year before COVID, we were at 99% of our students were placed in their field uh, within a year of graduation. Um, that number dipped a bit during COVID down to 88. We're back to 92. I anticipate that number going back up to 95 or better just because the, the number of offers they're getting now it was one or two last year. This year it was two or three, uh, sometimes that three. Seems, that seems pretty high, higher than the national average, though, right, for, for well, graduates? Yeah. Yeah, and I think part of that is because we are a very career-focused institution, right? We understand that our families want to see return on investment. You know, they want to know there is a defined career pathway to what they want to do. And so we're able to provide that. In addition, right, we have terrific aviation partners, whether it's airlines like Delta, United, JetBlue, or manufacturers like Pratt & Whitney or Boeing, um, or some of the subsidiary component folks, uh, you know, whether they're out on Long Island or in Connecticut or sometimes across the country, um, as well as, you know, those same skill sets are being asked for in space, right? SpaceX and a lot of the Tesla, some of those places. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's just an incredible um, opportunity and a skill set that does, it has some applicability to other fields as well. I also understand that Vaughn College has a very strong internship program uh, with the Port Authority and, you know, the fact that you are so close to the airport, the one of the largest airports in the country, that, that has to help incentivize potential students to go to Vaughn. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our airport management program, which is like running a small city, right? When you think about it, security, retail, parking, <laughs> all the same kinds of things. We have terrific relationships and have for many years with the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, which manages Newark, LaGuardia, Teterboro, JFK, Stewart, uh, with uh, LaGuardia Gateway Partners, who manage the central terminal over at LaGuardia, JFK International Rivals Terminal, down at JFK, um, all of those places. And they do incredible, I mean, they're eager, eager to have interns who then they get to test out and our students get to test it out as well and then decide uh, to make an offer. We just had a student um, intern with them. They offered him a job even before the internship was over. Uh, the Port Authority, because of their investment, that incredible $8 billion project across the street from us, which has transformed our travel experience at LaGuardia, uh, you know, they they really have um, made significant investments in the community surrounding the airport because of the impact of the construction project. And so they worked with us to provide scholarships to students in the zip codes right around us. Mm. They gave internships to the students in the semester, you know, in the summer in between um, their four years. And then if they did well, they got offered a job. So talk about and it's and a scholarship. So no debt, a resume and a job. That's pretty good. Well, if you want to know more, the website is easy. It's V-A-U-G-H-N, Vaughn.edu, and you can find out more at that website, Vaughn.edu, V-A-U-G-H-N.edu. You said something a second ago, um, Dr. Vivino, about um, being a career-focused institution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's the key to the next uh, 
generation because the days of sending the kids off to study the the underwater basket weaving in the Ivy Leagues, you know, that doesn't really make a lot of sense for what they're going to do in life. It, it only holds so much appeal, but being able to have a hands-on career that I can go and start and thrive at and do fun stuff. I mean, flying planes is not boring. I mean, this is, this, this is the kind of thing that I can see students getting excited about. Congratulations on all your success and come back and see us again. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be here. Thanks, Christine. Thank you. Absolutely. When we come back, that Christine girl, she's got tips for your weekend. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill, wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround, and when it comes to marketing, consider us your personal move-you-forward company. In a recent study, we found that 53% of local businesses were classified as novices when it came to designing, implementing, and managing their marketing needs. And that's where Salem Surround truly shines. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Let us give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and what your competition is doing. Our digital sales and support teams are the best in the industry and deliver customized personal service that's second to none. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. What are you doing this fall? Would you like to go to Italy with yours truly, Jersey Joe? Where are we going? Well, let me tell you. Rome, Catania, Taormina, Savoca, Forza d'Agro, Mount Etna, Palermo. That's Rome and Sicily, baby, for nine full days. What a trip. We're going to have a ball, enjoy wonderful food, and taste classic Italian wine at Mount Etna and see some actual sites used in iconic Godfather scenes. It's a trip you'll remember for years to come. If all goes well, you may even be treated to the best entertainment team since Martin and Lewis, Piscopo, and Perillo. Have your cameras ready. Call Perillo Tours at 800 for 831-1515-800-431-1515 to secure your reservation now on this very limited tour before it sells out. Go online, please, to perillotours.com. Hempleaf products are the next big thing in skin and body care. From head to toe, they have you covered. Their formulas have been handed down through generations of herbalists and have now been made available to the general public. The remarkable neuropathy cream Helixer has brought pain relief to millions within minutes of application. The whipped body butters and creams will leave your skin feeling soft, silky, and hydrated, giving your skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. The body washes, shampoos, and soaps are the perfect solution to help keep your body free of the germs, fungus, and bacteria that we encounter every day. All of these natural botanical products are manufactured in their Long Island, New York facility. All products are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you would not put in it. Visit www.hemplief.com. That's www.hemplief.com and enter the word Arthur at checkout and get 10% off. Cats and Cosby, weeknights at 5 on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once more, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, friends, we've made it uh, all the way to the part of the show where Christine takes the microphone, steps to the center of the stage and says, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, here are your tips. Thank you, Kevin. Out of my way. Let me do that test. Come on now. That's more like it. So, by the way, I mean, I love this idea of with the, the rats in the sack room because at one point it was healthy. Now it's not healthy and whatever. But, you know, what we're going to do is celebrate this weekend with all of these national food things. It may not seem healthy, you know, French national French fry and mac and cheese day, which is today. But why not? At some point, they're going to say it's healthy. My husband didn't McDonald's give away free fries on Thursday. I'm, I didn't see it until after it was over, but I was oh, like, how could I miss that? Ah, well, you missed it. So there you go. But you know what? Uh, you could enjoy tableside mac and cheese 
um, at one of our favorites, uh, Virgil's BBQ, right in Times Square. You've been there, West 47th, uh, West 44th Street and 7th Avenue. Um, I think we even had Jeff Banks on on a fun Friday at one point to talk about all of the uh, the amazing things that the they goodies. have the Virgil's. The goodies. So it's National French Friday, so enjoy. It's National Macaroni and Cheese Day, so enjoy. Um, I'm, I haven't tried it yet, but the New York flagship store of uh, Raising Cane just opened up. Are you familiar with this Raising Canes? It's supposed to be like amazing. That's why they call it Raising Canes, Amazing Cranes. I don't know. AB, yeah, you've been I there, I have right? heard of it, um, but I, it's, I'm, I'm having trouble on the recall. It's, uh, it's, they're known for chicken tenders. They're known for fried fried chicken. Um, I don't know. So anyway, it's RaisingCanes.com um, and then Virgil's BBQ.com and you can celebrate there for national french fry and mac and cheese well you can't there. have too many good fried chicken places i'm just saying right and if, if that is not your your uh, thing then maybe ice cream might be your thing i don't know national that's my daughter's ice thing. cream day yeah that's sunday so make sure you take your daughter out for ice cream on sunday so uh then she will be uh your favorite daughter which i think she may already be <laughs> she, and you may you may be her favorite dad you only have one so you know it's <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's this coming Sunday and in honor of the special day, they're going to have, um, you can jump into the world's largest outdoor sprinkle pool at Hudson Yards. I don't know, the event's hosted at the Museum of Ice Cream in partnership with Friendly's Ice Cream, uh, which will give out free scoops of ice cream for all attendees serving their classic favorites like chocolate fudge and cookies and cream. Also expect ice cream games and giveaways and an ice cream soiree. It's open to all ages and activities run from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday the 15th and on Sunday the 16th at Hudson Yards just off 11th Avenue and 30th Street. So to learn more, just go to HudsonYardsNewYork.com. And then there's something in here. This has got to be AB that put this in about Potterhead ice cream lovers out there. Harry Potter New York flagship store is inviting anyone who wants to cool off uh, to the shop and hop on your Norwegian Ridgeback for some scoops of free butter beer ice cream, Ooh. a magical butterscotch inspired treat that's 100% muggle friendly. Can't make up this stuff. <laughs> Come on, Amy, you got to do this. The butter that does beer sound like it has AB's fingerprints all over it there. Yeah. Whoops. I, Sorry, guys. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so this is going to be, um, there's going to be a ice cream truck, a butterbeer ice cream truck. So keep your eyes open for that. It's going to be in all five boroughs um, on Sunday. So you can follow it. I believe they have a GPS app. Follow it at Harry Potter NY Instagram account at Harry Potter NY. Good or know. you can, yeah, or you can go on their website, harrypotterstore.com for more information. And of course it is Bastille Day. So if uh, you are inclined, since it is the cocktail hour, open up your best French wine that you've been saving for this special night. And you can talk like you from France and you oh, can have some wee wee. Wee wee, mademoiselle. Actually, I need to say that's not the biggest thing of this day because it oh. is the lovely bride's birthday. Of this oh my day. goodness. Happy birthday so, to Amy. Yes. So oh, we, we will so do a little celebrating as soon as I can get by her side. Anyway, okay. ladies, great show as always. Thank you. Friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for keeping us with you. It is the Fun Friday edition of Radio Night Live. We'll see you next week.